Uh, hey guys, it's Rob from Game Life Balance Australia here. Look, just a quick disclaimer before we get into the the show itself. Um, later on in this episode, there's a quiz, and uh, I asked AC a question about E3, about a particular press conference, and uh, the question was uh, concerning a particular highly anticipated role-playing game uh, remake, and which press conference that remake was announced at at E3 2015. Yeah, so that was actually the Sony press conference, not the Square Enix uh, press conference. I gave AC points for that. I shouldn't have done that. He doesn't deserve those points, and he should also be spanked uh, with his pants down on his bum bum. Like a naughty boy. So, yeah, just wanted to get that out. Uh, I did have it written down as Sony. For some reason, I gave him the points anyway for saying square, so I don't know. I guess I just went easy on him. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say, guys. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the show and keep watching this, guys. So if you were an animal, what animal would you be? I would be a human, because those guys are awesome. Have you ever seen humans do human stuff? It's adorable. They're so cute. No, the internet is full of human stuff. Oh, they're like, look at me, I'm eating food. Look what I'm eating today. Oh, it's so cute. I can has office job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, you can, sweetie. You can have all the office job you want. I love those human memes. They're so funny. They are pretty funny. Like, you know, there's that uh... kid, like, holding up his fist, being human. I mean, how much <laughs> more human can you get? He thinks he's people. Threatening the photographer. That's pretty human. <laughs> You know which animal I'd be? Uh, let me guess. No, wait, don't let me guess. I was going to say something very inappropriate there. I would, it had to do with tentacles. I would be a lion. An and, anime. And girls. I would eat your human. <laughs> don't eat my human. I's got to humans. I's got to keeps humans. I can has not being eaten by lion. you lovely people in internet land and welcome to episode 8 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host Robert Bailey. I'm joined as always by a cyborg baboon with a computer in his brain, Andrew AC Yoshimura. How are you today AC? It's a Pentium, but it's like a Pentium 1.0 megahertz. It, it doesn't run very well. It kind of runs a little on the Windows 95 side of well. <laughs> <laughs> the clippy pops up in your brain and hey, can I help you with you? Going oh, I see you're trying to open peel a banana. <laughs> That's right. I've got an application for uh, that. Do you, Clippy? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I had to. I had to stab myself with a pen twenty times. Uh, That's not easy with little baboon arms. Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I swore. But clippy makes first, you swear. First minute of the podcast, and you've already sworn. He makes you swear. You know, he brings it out of you. The worst part of having a, 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 a cyborg baboon brain mm. is that the Windows 95 desktop, it's ding, 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 ding. <laughs> every time you wake every up. Every time I wake up, <laughs> I get that. And then when you, it, it's okay to turn off your brain now. I know that. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> curse you, Gates. Curse you. <laughs> I curse you with my baboon bottom. <laughs> uh, it gosh. is red and huge. This is such a great podcast. <laughs> Such a great podcast. Gosh, episode eight. Some reason we're still doing this. For some reason. I like how you drew eight on our on our run sheet. Like th- th- it's just two circles above each other. Yeah. They're not even connected. That's how I do eight. So I, I do a little circle and then I do another circle below it. I don't I don't I don't subscribe to this whole 
do an eight in one fluid motion with your pen. That's... Look, I made it a snowman. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Because when I look at it, I go, oh, look, it looks a little like a snowman. And it makes me feel happy Christmas feelings in my stomach. Oh, wait, that was just the tacos I ate last night. You ate tacos for Christmas? I. It's always tacos when it's Christmas. No, wait. It's, yeah, al- no. it's always Christmas when it's taco night. It's always snowman's... When... I'm, just, I'm just letting you die here because, like, you're the Christian guy who believes in that that Christian stuff on Christmas. Yeah, I, and I, it's also Taco Night. I <laughs> every night, Frosty the Snowman died for our sins <laughs> you, on Taco Night. You know, you know what was not so easy nailing him to a cross. <laughs> Those nails just—they went right through. <laughs> like some sort of god or something. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it now. That's now, now you're on the trolley. <laughs> Stop saying that now. Now you're cooking with gas. <laughs> on the trolley. You're on the trolley. I'm. You're a trolley. I'm off the wagon and I'm on the trolley. You're a trolley. And this podcast is off the rails. It is already. You, you said you had something different for me. I did, but but it's 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 happened and it's gone and now it's over. So Was, was that you introducing the podcast like this? Yeah. Like, like I, some kind of robot? Almost like I've had a lobotomy, which I haven't totally not had one of them brain good me think strong <laughs> words. Can I have my pen back? No. It's sticking out of the back of your skull. I, I That's where I like it to be. <laughs> it's like a little ink pill. That's right. Just dip it in there and go, do to do. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's my, my head is basically something you'd buy in Smiggle. For like, <laughs> Smiggle. I don't know if people overseas will get that reference. Just Google Smiggle, basically. Don't wait. Um... But don't but don't have safe search off. <laughs> Whatever you do. Whatever it's, it's you do. It's a stationary store. Yeah. It's like, it's like a stationary store that, like, I don't know, like, tweens go to, I think. Yeah, because... They're, they're really is your, cool. Is your phone on vibrate? Have you left your phone on vibrate during this illustrious podcast? How dare you, sir? How I usually have... I, it is, at least it's on silent because it was a Twitter message. And, and the funny thing is that every time I get a Twitter message, my Twitter goes, Skinner? In fact, we can try that right now if you want to, if you want to tweet me something. Uh, I'll tweet. I'll, I'll, yes, I'm going to tweet. This is, this is happening live on air. Except it's not live at all. No, I, I mean, don't, I don't we're understand. alive, you're not, you're dead. You're <laughs> hearing this billions of years in the future as ghosts. God, what a sad future to... This is what you get to listen to. This is this is after the nuclear apocalypse. Uh, wait, what's your stupid Twitter uh, handle? Prodtelly. Prodtelly, okay, so just, just uh, put something in there. Okay, I am, I am tweeting to you now. Okay. Tweet sent. Okay. Skinner! Wonderful. <laughs> and it makes that noise every time. Uh, oh, it's from Rob. You are an poop. Well, I'm glad to see that writing degree is serving you well. So if you want to follow me on, on Twitter... To get oh, we're at the end of the podcast already. Quality, Thank quality tweets. Top, top-notch tweets. All the best tweets. <laughs> I'm trending on Twitter with my, my brilliant tweet, you are and poop. <laughs> Once again, writing degree. Oh, I should have I should have hashtag poop. Then I would have got a lot more, like, you know, what's the word? Um, coverage or something. Yeah, retweets, I would likes, be- favourites. Yeah. Move over, Kim Kardashian. There's a new Twitter god on Twitter. If she's a Twitter god, that explains why Twitter's in such a mess. I don't at know the if moment. she's a Twitter god. I think she's just, you know, a famous person a bit. A famous person a bit. Yeah. Okay, I don't know who well, that is. A so. bit of her is famous. Get she, it? She sells handbags <laughs> or something. Butts. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't get that. Anyway, we have a game. <laughs> we do have a game. Apparently, this is a video game podcast, and um, we actually played a video game earlier today together. Believe it or not. Yep. And that video game is... Uh, VR Sexbots 3000. Oh, yeah. We were both in VR, and yeah. there were Sexbots, and... Wait, there were only two people, and we were both in there. I have to take a we long... We are the Sexbots, aren't we? I have to take a long shower after that. 
a long cold shower. With, cold with dark shower. A shower with crying. <laughs> uh, no, we played Pio Pio Tetris. Pio Pio Tetris. Okay, I've heard of Tetris before, but uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. you've lived in Japan for many years. Seven or so, yeah, something mm. like that. What the hell is Pio Pio? Pio Pio. Yeah, what is Puyo, that? Puyo Pio. Puyo Puyo. What is Puyo, that? Puyo Puyo Pants. No, wait, don't do that. Not here. Not oh, now. Too late. Oh, that's that smell. Okay. <laughs> Graphic. Graphic <laughs> in terms of a podcast. Just imagine. if you We don't have smell-o-vision or smell-o-cast or whatever. But smell-o-cast. It's just, it's just us just farting this, into a microphone just this, for an hour and a half. Your, your, your iPhone 7 just emits this, like, fart from the... Just this gas. Just there, there's, a, there's an app for that. <laughs> okay, so Pure Pure, uh, Pure Pure is a game that was actually released uh, for the Mega Drive mm-hmm. called Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which also sounds like a farting game. I know that game. That's a game I know. I've played it. Yes, you were quite good at it and I hate you for it. So it was released over here, but it is incredibly, incredibly popular in Japan because they had Pure Pure uh, in the arcades. Mm-hmm. They had Super Pure Pure, Super Pure Pure 2. They had Pure Pure for pretty much every... Uh, kind of platform that was available in Japan. Mm. Uh, it's now owned by Sega. Yes, that's what I understand to be correct. I don't know if it was always owned by Sega because, uh, you know, it, it did actually come out on the Super Famicom. I actually right. have Pure 2 for the Super Famicom. It's probably got a weird, complicated history like it probably, a lot of It probably does, but yeah. it's basically, if you've never seen or heard of either of those games before... It is uh, basically a whole bunch of colours in the form of droplets kind of come down in yeah. various patterns and you have to match four. And they're like little anthropomorphized droplets. They've got mm. eyes and stuff. And they, they all squeeze together when the same colour kind of connects. Yeah. And after you get four, they p- pop out of existence. And it's kind of like Tetris in the fact that it's not meant to get to the top. It's not meant to fill up. And you, yeah. can, you can have combos. Mm. So if one pops, others will drop down due to gravity and then they'll pop and pop and pop. So long as four are matched up together. It's a grand old time, and I hate Rob because he's usually very good at it. <laughs> I, I did play I sat down a couple of years ago and decided to get really, really good at Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. And, a a um, noble life goal. Yeah, that's right. Because I thought, well, I haven't got anything else going on for me. <laughs> so why not just get really, really good at this 16-bit era game that no one gives a crap about anymore? And I did that, and that was fun. And now I feel really happy about that life choice. Uh, so, okay, I understand what Pio Pio is. Now, what the hell is Pio Pio Tetris? That's the question. So you'll know what Tetris is. If you don't know what Tetris is, please do not listen to our podcast. Stop listening to the podcast right now. You are banned. We don't care if you want to make us famous (laughs) and give us endorsements. We do not want to be listened to by someone who does not know what Tetris is. Just stop right now and go and find out what Tetris is and play it. And then come back. Even my dad. My dad, Mr. I Hate Computer Games 2010 to 2013 (laughs) running, knows what Tetris is. Yes. Even Okay. So this is obviously a combination of the two games. Now, it's mm. important to state right out of the blocks that it's not Pio Pio versus Tetris. It's Pio Pio Tetris. Yes, it's so both at the same time. It's a combination. Um, so there is a story, Rob. Yeah. Now, this game is only available in Japan, in yes. Japanese. Yes. I gave this to you. Mm-hmm. Very, very nicely bought it back from one of my little adventures yeah. to Japan. I asked PS4. AC to pick a, pick up a copy because I'd heard of this game and mm-hmm. I wanted to. I wanted to see what this weird thing was. So okay, so what's the story? Knowing that you know no Japanese. Okay, so what I can piece together from the numerous 
cutscenes in the story mode of this there game. There are there are numerous. There is a story mode, and there are numerous cutscenes, and they're all in Japanese. Uh, but uh, what I have been able to piece together is that so there's this world or universe or something wherein there is pyopios, right? Yeah. Where like that's just normal for people to have pyopios around the mm-hmm. place. You know, like you might be like walking to school or something and then you trip over a pyopio lying on the sidewalk or something. And that, that's just a hazard of life in this world. That's just normal for people, right? Yeah, yeah, I trip over a pyopio on the way over. Yeah, and people don't bat an eyelid about that. They're just like, oh yeah, it's pyopios, yeah. You know, that's just that's just norms. Um, then what happened one day is that Tetris pieces started falling from the sky and that's bad. And people were like, that's not... That's not right. That's that's a bad thing. And so then um, there was a spaceship, and then shaped like a Tetris piece. And then some school kids, because Japan school kids are in- integral to the whole plot of this game. School kids run Japan, by the way. They're they're the people <clears throat> in government. It appears that everything important happens to and is done by school kids in in Japan. So they went to the spaceship and fought people on the spaceship using their Pio Pio skills. And people had Pio Pio battles and Tetris battles. And that's about as far as I've gotten, because I haven't actually completed the story mode. But so for once, It's like worlds colliding, basically. Yeah, so for once, Rob's rantings and ravings are actually fairly accurate. Mm. It, it was a Pio Pio world, and then Tetris, people from the planet or universe Tetris... <laughs> yeah, the creative, <laughs> creatively named universe of Tetris. It might actually have a better name than that, but I'm going to call it Tetris World. Uh, came to this planet, or crash-landed here... In a blue spaceship, mm-hmm. and yeah, they had pure pure and Tetris ba- uh, battles, and uh, that's the what's called the adventure mode, the yeah. story mode. So it has a story. It has a cast of colorful characters. Yeah, and colorful they are. They're very like they're all like, sort of anime looking people, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there's um little schoolgirls and stuff, and there's a uh, lampshade head. Yeah, there's some like cool. There's know, a fish. I like the yeah, fish. Yeah, there's a really rad fish. There's a robot. The red robot's pretty cool. He's a, he's a Tetris robot. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, of course I'm going to pick the Tetris robot every time. I pick the fish. Because the fish is rat as well. Yeah, fishy, fishy. So, so yeah. there are many different kinds of gameplay. You can actually have internet gameplay. You mm-hmm. can just play Tetris. You can play Pure Pure, though. I don't see why you would do that. Yeah, so you can just do both of those if you want. If you just want to play Tetris, totally can do that. Yeah, uh, so the, the the graphics are very sharp and smooth. They're not fantastic because you don't they don't need to be fantastic. They're just very yeah. crisp. But this game did come out in 2014, so it's got, you know, it's like modern... Modern mm. graphics, you know, quite quite clear and crisp and colourful and stuff. Um, yeah, um, so what you can do is the the two main modes you would play, especially versus each other, and this is where this game shines. Like, yeah, the multiplayer the, is where it's at. The adventure mode is good if you want to play something on the train. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. Know, you can... You can uh, and when I say on the train, I mean this is available on Vita as well. It's actually available on a whole lot of platforms. Yeah, 3DS, Wii U, PS3. Even Xbox One. Yeah, um, but um, it's only available, like... In Japan. In Japan, so you have to either, like, order a copy... On some systems, you can get a downloadable um, version, but you'd have to like create a Japanese PSN or or like Nintendo account or something. I know so. a few people have done that, you know, to get the arcade specials on PS4 and stuff like that. Yeah, so you know, it, it, it's it's possible. Yeah, there are ways that you can get this game, like sending Bugalugs to Japan to buy a copy <laughs> and also visit his family or something. I guess. Yeah, I guess. While he's there, if he if he has time. I didn't have time last night. No, you just went straight to Akihabara. Akihabara. Yeah, that's a place. Denden Town. Yes. So the two main modes which you want to play. One is uh, uh, the swap, and one is the mix. Now, the swap is the one that Rob and I really like because it mm. swaps between 
uh, Pio Pio and Tetris. Mm-hmm. So basically, you'll have like a minute on Tetris, and then it'll suddenly go rip and swap over to Pio Pio. And you're playing basically both games in sort of in tandem. I guess it switches between them. So you know, if you're doing really well in Tetris but really badly in Pio Pio, um, you can kind of just struggle on during the Pio Pio segment, and then just when Tetris comes back, you can kind of you know keep on dominating and. Uh, it's interesting because it kind of forces you to, you know, try to master both games. Uh, but uh, it's it's interesting. It's I don't know how to even describe it. Mentally very difficult. You got to juggle all these two different playstyles. Yeah, although they're uh, very similar in the fact that you don't want to get caught by you know building all your blocks up the top. You do have combo systems in pure pure, and you are trying to get a Tetris in in Tetris, or at least you know as many lines as you can. Mm. Now it's like other games of versus Tetris where if you get are at least in the more modern versions of Tetris and Pio Pio, mm. is that if you if you get combos, then you transfer some of those blocks over to the other person's in terms of grey blocks, which will either come up underneath the Tetris or fall down on top of the Pio Pio. Yes, yeah, so, so you can yeah. you can really inhibit the other person's ability to play the game. Yeah, you clutter up their side of the screen with with junk basically that they have to clear, and uh, that's you know probably the most beautiful sort of part of the and it's been around for like you know 20 plus years this this mechanic but it's still fun it's still really fun to drop a bunch of junk onto your enemy's um, screen and and laugh as they like sort of freak out and and try to deal with that so um, now the other version is the mix where yeah, they're the mix. mixed up so it's called pio teto mix yeah. So that is when it is basically a combination. Now I got to say it favors the pure pure side because I'm guessing that uh, I think Team Sonic or Sonic Team yeah. made this at Sega and they obviously licensed uh, Tetris to a certain extent to get it into this game. Mm-hmm. So there's a heavy pure pure element in this game. Tetris pieces do come up, and what you do is you can squish pieces down the pure pure pieces, mm. and they'll appear at the top of the screen. Yeah, it's kind of like you just you sort of just. Putting the, te- the Tetris pieces always fall to the bottom, basically. They always go... And they'll pass through the Pio Pios. And they'll teleport to the top of the screen. Now, yeah. you can't... It's so really... hard to explain this. You have to sort of... We, we're going to do a video, and, you can, and you'll be able to check it out and get a better idea of what we're talking about. But it's, mm. it's a very weird thing. It is. It, it's very difficult, even for the Japanese people I know who are playing it. They don't always quite understand what's going on. Yeah, because you're playing Tetris and Pio Pio at the exact same time. But you never get enough... Tetris pieces to make a line. It's rare. You know? I've, I've managed it, but it's mainly, it's very, you're right, it is Pio Pio centric. Yeah. Uh, which is a weird <laughs> turn of phrase, but there you have it. So, uh, Pio Pio Tetris, uh, single player campaign in terms of portability is great if you have it on the Vita or 3DS. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it, I reckon. Mm. Um, just Your as, wife just, has it on the Vita, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I bought it and she stole it. But we're married, <laughs> so apparently that's okay. <laughs> the theft doesn't exist in marriages. It's just, it's, uh, you know... It's only in divorce. That's <laughs> Zing. Uh, so, yeah, she did complete the single-player campaign. I am good at Tetris. Uh, sometimes sometimes I have rare, brilliant flashes of Pio Pio. Mm. But the single-player gets pretty hard. So mostly yeah. I just like playing with Rob. I don't like playing with my wife because she always beats me in Tetris and Pio Pio. It's, so. it's funny you say that because I play this game with my wife as well and she does the same. She beats me <laughs> in this game like handily. Like I, I don't think I've ever won um, a best two out of three with, with my wife. So so would you recommend this game? Pio Pio Tetris? Look, you know, it, this sounds, I'm, it sounds like we say the same thing every, every episode, but if you like Tetris a lot, then you probably should check this out. And if you like Pio Pio, then definitely... 
get this. Uh, but if you're if you're sort of on the fence about these kinds of games, then you, know, you can probably miss it. It's a very weird and funny thing. So there's also a third category of people that might enjoy it, which is people who like weird and funny Japanese things. Um, so if you fall into any of those brackets, then I would definitely suggest checking it out. It's probably not too hard to go online and, and order a copy. Um, or if you happen to have a friend, for example, who visits Japan frequently, for example. Yes. Um, then you might, um, you know, ask them to pick up a copy of, of the game while they're there and bring it back to you, please. Thanks. <laughs> so, in my case, I would actually recommend this game. So there's only To everyone. S- so, yeah. Hmm. There is a reason for this. Um, you see, it is easy enough to play hard to master. Yeah. And I think that's one of the fun things about it, is that it's got this thing where you start playing and all of a sudden it's two hours later and, you know, you're... You, you kind of got to go home and you think, well, what happened to that time, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it can be frustrating when you lose, but you know why you lost. Mm. And I think there are only so many things you can do with Tetris. And up to this point, they've been done. You know, there's mm. Tetris Battle Gaiden, which we'll talk about one day, uh, where, you know, where you can have magical spells and you can really stuff up the other person's run in it. But, uh, you know, when you add something, a completely different element, which is still similar enough to work within the confines of the universe Mm. and in terms of puzzles, I think it works really well. So I would, if you can get your hands on it, I would recommend that you play this just because it's fun. It's not deep. It's not intellectual. It's Mm. just, hey, this is kind of stupid fun. But would you say like, say, for example, and and no no, um, disparagement to our listeners, but say you're a sad loner with no friends, Mm -hmm. would this be something you should still check out or is it really a, a game for people who have a mate that they can sort of you know drag along to play with is it's, it it's always better with more people yeah. to verse and you can verse people over the internet so that's always that's always a thing you can do mm-hmm. there, is, there is a network set up yep i've never tried it because i've always had someone to play with because i'm not a loser <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> he's really not oh uh, no i'm not he hates you <laughs> so much but <laughs> but i think that the single player campaign has enough goofy stuff in there even mm. if you can't read japanese of just like these bobbing heads going rah rah yes. rah 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 you think it's kind of go this is just nuts but it's kind of nuts in a fun way yeah so, I, have to, I i can't speak a word of japanese and i i find the story mode funny not necessarily for the right reasons but i do giggle at, at like the people saying funny things there are and people who have gotten this game uh like game sites especially kind of imported this game when they heard that it existed and had a lot of fun with it they didn't understand it either but they just had fun messing around with it yeah and i think that's the main thing with this game you know it's not particularly serious it's just fun yeah it's kind of like it's a very video gamey video game you mm. know it's it's not pretentious it's not taking itself particularly seriously it's just like, you know, it's just Tetris and P.O.P.O. P.O. together at last. Peanut butter and jelly, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> was, it, was it like nuts and gum or something? Yeah, gum yeah. and nuts together uh, at last. Yeah, it's very much that. It's just, you know, someone decided, let's combine these two things. And what do you know? It works really well. So, yeah, it's fun. It's good. It's a game. You can play it. Yeah, so uh, Rob partially recommends it. I just recommend it. I don't mm. I don't fully endorse it, but I recommend it. <laughs> very good. All right, well, let's move on to game life balancing. So other than pure, pure in your pants, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> you bastard. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I was on leave last episode. Uh, this episode, uh, I've been back. I've been back at work um, for about a week now. Two weeks, actually. Two weeks. It's been two weeks back at work. God, time, how time flies. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even work where you work, and I missed you, Rob. I yeah. missed you so much. Could we, we email each other a bit? We, we used to until Andrew got in trouble. <laughs> 
<laughs> now we don't. <laughs> but uh, we often sort of you know, just send discreet messages online to each other with lots of stickers and things. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, we, so we use we use the the uh, Asian uh, chat program Line. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, if, 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 you, if you like stickers, if and, you want to download Line and add me as a person, you can talk to me legitimately. I'll add you. If yeah. I add a, by some random person, I'll just go. Sure, you can talk to me. Yeah, sure, whatever. I guess just send us a DM on Twitter or something, and we'll we'll totally add you to Line because yeah. why not? Yeah, Line's awesome, and I can send you a sweet, funny sticker of a fat guy. That's <laughs> the funniest sticker. Yeah, I love that sticker. It's uh, a great sticker. So yeah, I'm back. I'm back at work, and yeah. um, I realized something. Uh, working sucks. I hate work. <laughs> I, I don't want to work ever. I, I really like. I, I really liked being at home and not and not working. Good news, Rob. And only uh, forty years to go. Oh god. You know. Well, that you know, you'd be right. You you would be right, except that I planning could... to die early. No. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that's a, that's a, that's, that's one a, of my other plans. That's a lifestyle choice. That's that's a long term thing. <laughs> Uh, but I, I put my mind to this issue mm-hmm. and I've come up with some brilliant ideas for self-employment. And the best thing is, you can join me. You don't have to work either anymore because I've got some brilliant ideas okay. for how, right. we can, how we can quit our jobs and, and live this, the dream life of self-employment, working from home, being our own bosses. So, so I've got before, a short, I've before got a short... earlier in the week, we're going, I've got these great ideas, and I said, no, no, tell me on the podcast. <laughs> that was a mistake, wasn't it? Because you're going to rattle off a whole bunch of whack job ideas now. I, I Don't insult my ideas. Don't, hey, look, wait till you hear them first, then cast judgment. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hate the player, not the game. Don't cast aspersions yet. Okay. Because I, I put some real thought into these. Okay, and, all right, and, I'm listening. I, these are good and ideas. And I've included you. I've been nice enough to include you in these ideas. Okay. So, you know, I'm thinking of you all the time, especially when I sleep. <laughs> this is somewhat frightening, people. Especially so considering I just noticed he chained my leg to the desk. So here's my ideas for self-employment. Uh, bear with me. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, just tell me, tell me what you think. Okay. All right. I'll give okay. you my honest opinion. I want, you, I want you to not... Don't pull any punches. All right. But wait till I finish describing it to you. Okay. It sucks. Because... Oh, wait till you're finished. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> now, okay. now you're on the trolley. All right. <laughs> uh, you hate me so much I do Alright, so so I've got, I got four ideas Four brilliant ideas for self-employment Alright, number one, go Okay, number one So uh, I've been playing a lot of Rome Total War recently Total yes. War Rome 2 Okay, yep And um, there's a lot of a lot of uh, mercenaries in that game So I thought Considering there's a lot of wars going on in the world right now Yeah um, you know, a lot of a lot of civil strife, a lot of terrorism, and and uh, you know, people people need uh, people need sell swords these days. They need someone who's willing to do the dirty work. Okay, yep. So I thought that you and I, yep, could be half naked ancient Greek mercenaries, right? Does it have to be half naked? It, it actually has to be. Can't I be whole That's... naked? Can't I go the whole hog? Oh, if you want, yes, but you you can't be you can't be less than half naked. Okay, no, no, that's no problem. So basically, what 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 I what I thought of is um, I'm three quarters naked right now. We can we can make loincloths out of an old set of curtains I've got in the garage. Yep. And uh, we can go and find some old trash bin lids to use as shields. Mm-hmm. And we can get some uh, duct tape mm-hmm. and attach steak knives to broom handles. Yep. And we can basically be ancient Greek mercenaries. Okay. We can go. We can, we can sell our service. So basically, what I'm saying, what I'm suggesting to you is, we we, we don our our loincloths, our we pick up our dustbin shields and our and our spears, yep. our, our scary spears, and we just front up to the nearest army recruitment office. <laughs> we just we just queue up, you know. Okay. And then when 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 the sergeant major says, "All right, boys, what are you here for?" 
We are, well, obviously, check us out. Ancient Greek mercenaries for hire. Where do you want us to go? Afghanistan? Sign me up. Okay, two problems. Sign me up and ship me out because I'm ready to stab a Taliban's with me pointy stick. Stab a Taliban's is actually your username. Um, so I found two problems with this. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I want to hear one. your critique of this. Number one, you cannot go to an army recruitment center and say, can I be hired as a mercenary? <laughs> Damn it. I don't think it works that way. Number two, mm. I know you and your physique. You can't lift a trash can lid, let alone a broom <laughs> handle. Okay, so that's out. Next, you can, next you one. You can carry my broom handle for me, you know, and <sighs> I'll... You, I'll just okay. You, I, I sit on your shoulders, and give you commands, and you're basically and you hold both spears and and forget the trash can. Trash can. You're gonna call. You're gonna call me Hodor or something. Yeah. Yes. yes. How, okay. How, how did you know? Okay. Next. All right, so, okay, number two. So, so you, number one's you're out. Not, you're not sold on that. No, I'm All not right. sold on that. Okay. One. Number two. Okay. Wait for it. Ragtime dandy bank robbers. Okay. We basically we go to like Roger David. And we hire suits, like the ones we wore to our high school formals, you know? Yep. So for me, that would be like an all-white suit with a, with a black bow tie. Because Did you I, actually wear that? Yeah, because I basically wanted to be Cab Calloway. Uh, and then we go to the nearest bank. Yep. Just the nearest one. Yep. We just basically walk out of Roger David and, and go to the nearest bank. Yep. I'll be carrying, like, a ghetto blaster from the 80s. Um, from which I'll be playing, you know, just some classic hits from the jazz era. So, like, maybe some Django Reinhardt. Maybe some, you know, some Sashmo like or some, uh, you know, Rat Pack sort of, uh, sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, we front up to the nearest bank and basically we just walk up to the, the teller. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll say words to the effect, what ho chap, uh, why don't you pass us some hip cat? You're not liking this one, are you? No, no, no. Keep not, going. I can tell. I can tell that you're not, you're not into this idea. Well, I've, I've already come across a couple of problems. Okay. Number one. As dandy as will be, mm. you neglected to mention something called masks. Uh, yeah. So people might actually be able no, to recognise our dandy faces despite <laughs> the fact that we're wearing dandy clothes. True, true. Number two. Yeah. We can the other problem. Off afterwards, maybe. The, the other problem yeah. is that this involves a ghetto blaster. Yeah. Number one, you don't own a ghetto blaster. No. Number two... Once again, due to your physique, you cannot carry a ghetto blaster. <laughs> can you stop bringing in my physique? <laughs> Oh, what if I work out before we do these? You know, what if I spend like a month working out or something, and then, and then there's also the problem that we don't actually have any weapons on which to threaten the. We rely on our on our, our dashing good looks, and and, and Okay, I, I found a third problem then. <laughs> a third, fourth, and fifth problem is that <laughs> our our dandy good looks not only would not get us there, they would not get us by in prison. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. All right, number three. Number three. Okay, the new police. The new police. Okay, are we starting a band here? No, 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 no. Quite far from it. We just announce. We just start announcing to people. Yep. That we're the new police. Okay. And uh, and you know, don't bother calling the the, the police because we're the new police. Okay. So we basically just hand out our phone numbers to people. Okay. And uh, and we go to like a two dollar shop, like the reject shop, or you know, Clint's or something like that. Yes, we we actually have a store in Australia called the Reject Shop. And uh, we buy, you know, those, you know those like fun police toy playsets yep. that you can get with mm-hmm. like the the plastic gun, the badge, and the and the play handcuffs. Yeah. So we buy we buy one of those each. Two. I'll, I'll shout you. I'll shout you the two bucks. I'll hold you to this. And um, and yeah, we we're just the new police. We just we just fight crime. Okay. Question. What happens when we go up against someone with real weapons and we say, we're the new police and we have tiny badges on our shirts they, and pop guns? They will respect the badge. 
they will they will be terrified when we flash the badge of authority at Okay, them. so that's that's problem number one. Problem number two is that due to your physique, I do <laughs> so not think <laughs> that you can actually t- handle a plastic gun and handcuffs at the same time. <laughs> well, I'll be a plainclothes officer. Okay. I'll, I'll just basically... So, so basically you're going to go up to people and go, I'm the police. And then someone will call the real police. No. And once again, your looks are not going to get you by in jail. No, you don't understand. They won't call the police because they, they'll know that where the, the new police is better. They'll just call us. <laughs> okay. So maybe what should happen in this case is that when they say, I'm going to call the police, you say, here's the number. They call me. I come in and shoot the both of you. <laughs> that probably is how it's going to work. All right, yeah. all right, fourth one. New police. All right, you don't like that one either. All yeah. right, fine. So, uh, this is the last... And I think this is the best one. Okay. So, I had to think about, you know, some uh, untapped markets. Yep. I thought, you know, instead of just doing something that someone else has already done... Okay. Let's do something new, something that, that's never been done before. Yeah, okay, go. So, people like food, yeah? You can't argue with that. Uh, don't argue with this. <laughs> okay, all right. People, as a general rule... Yep. Like to eat food. I think I know where you're going with this. Wouldn't it be great mm-hmm. if someone else yeah. made food for you? You know what I'm going to say to this, Rob? I'm loving it. Brilliant. <laughs> I think I know so, where you're thinking. So what there I'm... are these big golden arches. No. So what I'm what I'm thinking is we become yeah. professional food makers. Oh, I see. Yeah, we make we make food for other people. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we. Like create a place where people can come mm-hmm. to eat the food we make, and we sell we sell them food at a great. At, I'm going to say this, yeah, at a substantial markup. A uh, substantial markup, like okay. three times or four times the cost of the ingredients. So I've got two problems with this, mm. and you're not going to like them. All right. Number one, don't say my physique. <laughs> number one is not your physique. Is number two my physique? We have got. <laughs> We haven't gotten to number two yet. You'll know when we get to number two. All right, fine. Number one. This is a service that already exists. What? I, myself... Bastards! ...worked at McDonald's doing this very service not very well for three years. No deaths. I am outraged. I am outraged. Number two. I am bloody livid, actually. Number two. This would involve you lifting a spatula. (laughs) And you your office. God damn it. (laughs) You cannot lift a spatula. Uh, Alright, well I guess it's back to work for me. Uh, I guess I'll have to turn up to work on Monday again. You could rob them. In the rap... Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I'm going to rob my As the new police, while trying to sell them burgers. (laughs) And wearing dandy clothes. And also a loincloth. Well, and and a broom handle, but unfortunately due to your physique, (laughs) you might not be able to lift the broom handle. God damn it, AC. (laughs) God damn it. Alright, fine. Uh, okay. Fine. So, in other news... <laughs> in other news... I'm actually quite disappointed that you didn't come up with a genuine one which would have saved us no, both from having to go no, into work on Monday. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid off... Back to the... Not, your nose will be at the grindstone on, on Monday. Uh, so, so what else has been happening in my life, I guess, other than resenting my work? Um, my baby... I thought baby I'd do- news? Yeah, I'm, about, I'm gonna do a baby update. We can do ba 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 baby news. Nice. There we go. That's I our like that's our new intro to baby news. So latest updates in baby. In, should in I do that every time? Every time you mention baby, I think you should. Ba 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 baby time. I love it. I think this is brilliant. That's the best thing we've ever done. It looked it looked really funky when you look at the waveform patterns on yeah the, yeah yeah. It's hypnotizing actually. on uh, on audacity. It's a shame you can't be here with us to see that. We're but... gonna record live one day, and you guys are gonna hate us so much. Yeah, more than you do already. 
Um, all right, so baby, baby news. What's been happening with the baby? All right, uh, the baby is actually sleeping really well mm-hmm. these days. It's awesome. She sleeps. So we put it to bed at about like half past six ish, maybe a little earlier, and she usually sleeps solidly t- through most of the night. Sometimes she sleeps all the way through till um, like seven thirty or eight o'clock in the what, morning. So she gets thirteen hours of sleep. Yes, I not... want thirteen hours of sleep. I, know. I never get thirteen hours of sleep. This is not the first time that you will wish that you were a baby. Because <laughs> I would love to be bottle fed, have my bum wiped. <laughs> For me. Well, for a price, Rob. For a price, I think that service exists. I would love it. And also, if... Ooh, ow. Ow. I you, just, ba- you just banged this on the table. There's not many ways you can injure yourself while doing a podcast, but I just <laughs> found one. You just found probably the one way to do it. Ow, my Just hand. to bash your hand on, like, the metal... Yeah, the metal corner My there. desk is probably... I should mention, just for an insight into my life, I bought the cheapest desk possible. From... He bought the most expensive computer he possibly could, and, and then bought, a... like, a 30-buck desk. Yeah, it's basically just glass and metal. Uh, and, yeah, so it's not very good when you bump your hand against it. So, sorry about that. So, yeah, she's sleeping really well. And she's actually sleeping really well during the day, which is awesome for my wife. Cause That's good. Before beforehand, the baby would sleep about... God, like, it, we were lucky to have an hour's sleep from the baby at, at, one, at any one time during the day. That was very rare. That was, like, maybe once a week max. Mm. Uh, now she's sleeping regularly over an hour at a time um, during the day. So my wife can usually look forward to about three hours of, of alone time during during the uh, the week uh, each day, which is fantastic for her because normally the baby would sleep about 20 minutes and then wake up. And it's like, other than you, that's the only human interaction she probably gets for a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. But and, I mean, that, and you're not much. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm barely human. Basically subhuman, really. Um... <laughs> You know, I said Andrew was a baboon with a computer in his brain. I'm even worse. I'm like, I don't know, like a duck or something. Um, <laughs> as you know, ducks' physiques aren't that great. A sexy know. duck. <laughs> Callbacks. Uh, yes, yeah, so the baby's sleeping really well. Um, oh, she's sitting up. So she used to hate being sat up. We, we try to encourage her to sit up a lot. Like yeah. sort of propping her up onto her, onto her butt and like resting her back against stuff. And a couple months ago, that would make her cry. She really didn't like being sat up. Uh, but now that's all she wants to do. She basically hates being on her back. And all, all she wants to do is to be on her, on her butt. Um, and, she's, and that enables her to play with toys, which is great. It's really cute, actually. She, she'll, you can just dump a bunch of toys in front of her. And she'll just pick them up and just, you know, toss them around. So she's grabbing things. I mean, all of these yeah. things happen incrementally, of course. You know, it's like there's, they're lying down, they don't do much, and they start grabbing, and they start breathing normally. <laughs> then they start, you know, and then they're solids, and then they start yeah. sitting up, and then they want to actually move, and you know, you know, then there's crawling, then there's walking, then there's talking back to your mother, mm-hmm. and that's where it all goes down. Yeah, then they start smoking cigarettes, they paint their room black, and slam the door. And, and... that's before the age of three. I mean, <laughs> very advanced these days. <laughs> these these kids, these post millennial kids, damn emo preschool kids. Yeah. So yeah, she's sitting up. It's really cute. Um, and she's much more vocal these days. Oh, I should say, speaking of being vocal. The latest thing that she loves doing, her, mm-hmm. fa- her favorite thing to do, is to scream at the top of her lungs, like like it screams so loud that you that it sounds like she's being murdered. <laughs> and um, you should probably stop trying to murder her then. Yeah, mm, yeah, I, I should, I suppose. But you want a good night's sleep. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, she's screaming and like really, really loud, ear splittingly loud. Mm. And um, when I first heard her do this, I thought it was really cute. Um, my wife had been listening to it all day, so she didn't think it was very cute. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually, it grates on your nerves. 
really hard. I suppose she's trying to, you know, she needs to be able to, to do this to figure out how her own vocal yeah. cords work. I think she's just seeing how loud she can yell for the fun of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, if it's fun for her. Yeah. And, you know, at one because she hears you guys talking, you're going, I want to get in on that action of whatever they're doing. So, yeah, yeah. She very much is just sort of, I think, more like testing the waters, more just like enjoying being able to yell. Like she's kind of realized that she can yell. She has now she's just some semblance it. of control over her vocal cords yeah. rather than just screaming when there is a problem. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah, cool. It's, it's cool, developing. but it's also, it's also really, really horrible for my wife. Um, and she's grabbing a lot of stuff. She reaches out and grabs stuff. So, um, which, which is a problem because one of the things she really likes to grab is people's faces. So she she loves faces. She's really interested in people's faces. Did she faces. hurt you, Rob? She did actually. Point, I, point to point to the on the dolly, Rob, where she <laughs> where she hurt you. Where did the baby touch you? She um. So uh, it was about a week before I went back to work. She reached out and touched my face. Now it's usually really cute. And I'd let her do it, mm. but we hadn't trimmed her nails for a while, and she like left a really like she actually drew blood. She scratched a line on my nose, like along the nostril, my left nostril. Like from it's hard to explain, but like right from like above above the where the nostril flares, yeah, like yeah. right down to like almost inside the, the nose. Ugh. This like jag this like really rough, jagged line. Um and it scabbed up and was and it was quite awful for like a few days, it looked quite bad. So I don't want to touch my face anymore. That's what you get if you don't feed her on time. <laughs> That's right. She's lashing back at me. So have you actually played so, any games lately in this I did. during this uh just you know not working then looking for other work that doesn't involve you working <laughs> at least not for long periods yeah and uh baby stabbings yeah i've been i've been back at work uh, for two weeks but i have been getting up at 5 a.m in the morning and, and playing games as per usual. uh and uh the one game i've been playing recently that i'll talk about today was uh, hitman uh just i started playing about eh, four days ago yeah um played it each morning so i've played about about eight hours or so of hitman so wow. far so they they uh, come out episodically. So yeah. did you play the most recent episode? No, I haven't. I've only played the so there's two uh, training missions, and then there's the first actual mission. And I, I've basically just played those three okay. levels. Um, so how did the first mission go? Like let's let's not count the the training ones. The training, training ones. Training ones are very good. Uh, I'm sure they are, but this is real mission. This is this is where you're in for real reels. Yeah, yeah. Not so not for stab stabs. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So all right. I I'll describe the. The um the training the sorry the the first mission I should I should mention quickly this game is a really good Hitman game the Hitman game previous to this one was not very popular with a lot of Hitman fans and uh, I was one of those who didn't really like it very much it it departed a lot from some of the tropes of the series and gave Hitman I suppose I'll just call him Hitman or like Agent Forty Seven it gave him more um more abilities that than he would normally have this sort of like sixth sensibility that allowed him to sort of like walk past guards that would normally be alerted to him and stuff yeah. like that. It just didn't feel like a Hitman game. This game feels like a Hitman game. It very much harkens back to like Hitman 2 and Blood Money and those, the classic games of, of the Hitman series. So really, really enjoying it. So on to, um, I guess, describing the first level, which is set in uh, like a fashion show in Paris. So you've got to assassinate... And he's a very fashionable man, considering how much he changes his clothes. He's very well-dressed, Agent 47. Um, So you're infiltrating a fashion show, uh, and there's two targets. Uh, One is the the sort of... I guess he's he's the the owner of the fashion label, and the other is his his wife, who's a model, um, but who's also involved in some, like, espionage stuff. They're actually, like... Basically, their, um, their model agency is, like, a front. They're... 
is a front for um you know an espionage sort of ring that they're running. Fair enough. Um, and uh, MI6 wants them wants them taken care of. So they hired you. Yeah, apparently. I mean, it's probably <laughs> it's probably more complex than that. It's probably some sort of like weird backstabbery and chicanery and things. And uh, uh, you know, I don't want to go into the detail. I don't want to spoil the plot too much. But yeah, you so did you, you get your target? Did you actually well, like my first go? Um, I did end up killing both of them, not in the way that the game probably wanted me to. Did you drop an anvil on their head or something? No, Is it very just... Looney Tunes esque. How did I do it? I think I just shot them both in the head. <laughs> that's no fun. Yeah, that's like, what you want out of a Hitman game. I lured one guy out. So, this game has these things called um, opportunities, which is a, a new thing to the game. But it's basically, it's basically just a uh, um, a way the game tells you about something that you can do in the level that's like you know interesting or unique. And in the other games, you'd have to figure it out for yourself. But this game kind of like points like a big flashy sort of sign saying opportunity here, kind of thing. And then when you <laughs> when you when you say yes, I want to follow that opportunity, it. Um, uh, gives you waypoints and stuff that leads you through the steps of it. So there was an opportunity I found that led the guy into the sort of the gardens at the back of this mansion. I like to think you you tempted uh, him out with a cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a billionaire, but I still like me a good cheese sandwich. Basically a cheese, cheese sandwich toasty. on a fishing pole that I kind of like <laughs> led in front of him. Uh, so I basically led him out into the um, the gardens. There was a bunch of guards around, so I didn't know really what to do because it didn't seem like a particularly good opportunity because there was all these guards around anyway. Like it wasn't that that great an opportunity really so i just sort of like stood in the part of the garden where no one could see me pulled out my um, my silenced pistol and just shot him from like a fairly decent range <laughs> and then quickly put my pistol away and walked off quickly before anyone could like sort of notice i was dressed as a bodyguard so people were very suspicious but no one knew for sure who did it yeah and so i just walked off and eventually the heat died down um right so you killed your tiger and the heat died down yeah like, that's amazing yeah <laughs> so you know i shot him and then walked off really quickly before anyone could sort of notice that i wasn't one of the, the the bodyguards that people were familiar with. Uh, then I walked upstairs to where the uh, the lady was, and um, I think there was there was a, a room that she walks into where she has a conversation with one of her lackeys. And I went in there before she arrived, knocked out the guard who was in that room, um, and sort of dragged him into like a toilet. And then basically, uh, when they both, when her and her lackey walked into the room, I just waited for an opportune moment and shot them both in the head. Okay. Um, so again, like the goal of the game really is not to kill people that aren't your targets i did kill that that lackey who wasn't a target yeah so i didn't get the best rating but, but that was my target that was my first go at the level that's good that's good and i've subsequently gone back and got the silent assassin rank like silent assassin challenge and only killed the two targets and you know that was really fun i would not be good at these games i would go in guns are blazing yeah I you did say that last episode that you you tend to favor the shoot first and ask questions later kind of approach. I just kind of go, I'll smeg it. I'll just, just do this the only <laughs> way I know how. The game must have a lot of replayability. There are a lot of different challenges and some of them do involve, you know, killing the targets with loud weapons and bombs and things like that. So your play style is not necessarily ruled out. Mm. There's just a lot of different ways you can play but it. But that's good. So. Like variety is the spice of these games, especially if they're episodic. Yeah. You know, so you get a lot more out of them. I'm very keen to get episode two and three. Um, they're only up to episode three yeah. so far. Um, they're only ten bucks each US. Uh, That's not so, bad. Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely pick up episode two and three in due course. But I'm still actually really enjoying playing the first level. I kind of want to replay it a bit and and see what other ways there are to kill the, these people, like like poison or dropping, you know, chandeliers on their heads and stuff like that. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Really enjoying that game. Really, really fun. So that's been me basically. Really, a lot of nonsense, but actually some real stuff as well there. So, uh, what about you, AC? What's been happening in your life? Uh, I've had quite a bit going on, actually. My wife is still, uh, you know, obviously I would not be here 
sitting talking to you lovely people. Uh, I don't count Rob as a lovely person. I'm talking directly <laughs> into the microphone I'm at you, not to Rob. I'm not lovely at all. No, no. Except to look at. Ooh. No, not even that. No. I mean, as I mentioned before, your physique is... Uh... <laughs> leaves much to be desired. <laughs> Yeah. I, I just I just like that running joke. Sometimes if I can get a running joke in there, it, it seems to annoy you. But when you listen back to it, it sounds pretty funny. Yeah, I think the, the proof's in the pudding there. So yeah. your wife is still great with child? Uh, yeah, so we're still, you know, a few weeks off here. We're going to try and... A little production secret here. We're going to try and record some episodes in advance. Yeah, that's right. Spoil, uh, you know, back backstage pass to what we do here. Uh, just so we have enough, because I don't want to be away from the show for too long, but obviously, you know baby and wife become priority oh absolutely yeah so i you know i I can't just say oh i'm just gonna nip down to rob's for a couple of hours and get drunk and do a podcast that's probably not going to happen for (laughs) at least a month maybe more but we will have some special guests on uh my wife just quit working uh oh she's so she's on mat leave right she's on mat leave maternity leave she's very happy about that um but she's very much slowing down she's quite quite large i actually felt bad that she drove you over here i should have gone and picked you up or something yeah, it's one of those things that we live quite close. And I was actually going to walk over today, but it is pouring yeah, outside. it's and quite wet. I really don't want to get sick. Like, not at this no, stage. definitely not. Definitely not. So, and, you know, and I drink when I'm over here. So, and I never drink and drive. That is just a, that is just a cardinal AC rule. He's very irresponsible in pretty much every other way. Yeah. But he doesn't drink and drive, which I is, I think, is commendable. I will, not, I will not endanger someone else's life. No, bloody oath. People who drink and drive... A bloody, bloody idiots. idiots. That was an actual Australian campaign, like ad <laughs> campaign for a while. Yeah. Um. So I did get my new computer set up. Mm-hmm. My new spanking fantastic computer. It is pretty good computer. I'm not gonna lie. It's good. Yeah. It uh and it, it does everything really well. You know it um it's so fast because the operating system's on a solid state hard drive. Uh, boots yeah. up in ten seconds. Loving Probably less than ten seconds. Mm. And I've set up the surround sound thanks to a friend of the show, Eric. Uh, he came over and helped me with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. I did not have a true copy of Windows on there uh, because the guy I bought it off, uh, his copy had to connect to a server to validate it. Uh, obviously, well, that wasn't going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. So I installed my own copy of Windows 10 Pro. Mm-hmm. So I actually shelled out for the, the Pro stuff because yeah. I just want this to be a, a good working computer with no problems mm. i installed a whole bunch of stuff um you know i have a very old copy of legitimate copy of photoshop so i installed that and i installed like my old editing program and stuff like that uh i got everything up to date mm-hmm. it works really well i went to play games and then i remember that i have no games pc games are something you don't really have many of <laughs> no i yeah. do have some older games i of course have uh ultimate doom on cd and that won't work of course Mm. Um, I've got Toonstruck uh, that won't work of course um, I have got uh, only two games on Steam no three uh, one of them was gifted to me by the aforementioned Eric but mm-hmm. it won't work on my computer <laughs> uh, and because it's just like too powerful it's like going I don't know what to do with this I'm sensing a theme <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, Worms Armageddon so I can play Worms Armageddon well, there, isn't, there is Worms Unlimited but Armageddon is much better so I've been playing Nothing but Armageddon, and it's a great game. But yeah. I, I want to play more stuff. I'm, I'm very tempted, very, very tempted to shell out for a copy of Doom, the new Doom. Yeah, it looks good. It's it's very tempting. I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm not sure if I should do it. Mm. Uh, it is expensive, right? Yeah, now. yeah. It's I might, pricey. I might, I'm happy to wait. The good thing about being a retro gamer is patience. Yes. And I am a patient, patient man. So I might wait till the sales or until hype dies down. Or it will eventually be on sale. Everything eventually comes on sale. Yeah. 
So I'll, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But mm. I'm in no hurry. But I would like at least one really impressive game on that computer you know like when yeah. you get something new you want to put something on there that just you want to test test out its oomph you yes. want to see how what it can do yeah yeah you know um you know run through its trials exactly put it through so, its paces put it exactly yeah so uh i i might get doomed for that reason but uh i haven't got it yet mm. um my dad came down to visit from coffs harbour okay how's uh, the old man oh uh, jolly as ever sometimes <laughs> <laughs> one thing you know there's a lot of words I use to describe your dad but jolly doesn't isn't the first that comes to mind no no not he's not maybe he, after a few beers but oh yeah definitely after a few beers yeah. so he does uh, he does not listen to the podcast I had to explain what a podcast was uh, he does not listen to us at all <laughs> I but I can say whatever I want about him now I don't blame him at all <laughs> really um, so he was staying with my brother the whole time mm-hmm. so he uh, did come around for lunch Cool. And uh, my brother has been very generous in gifting me a new barbecue. Oh, nice. So he got a, a, a much newer barbecue. The old barbecue that he used to use is still really good. Okay. Uh, there are a couple of problems. Number one, it's missing the knobs to turn the, the gas on and everything that, like that. That seems like a pretty big problem. I mean, I'm sure I can get some new knobs or use a... Use a, a pair of pliers to turn it on yeah, and off and stuff. Not probably... the safest thing. No. Uh, yes, other problem is we didn't know where to put it. Mm. Uh, I don't really... I don't have a backyard in the sense that it's gravel out the back. Uh, mm. Because I haven't... It hasn't been landscaped. Yeah. So, I... My brother, being the, uh, the, the genius that he is, actually knocked up a frame for me. Like, a full black metal painted primed frame with, like, a little tray <laughs> on the end of it. It Fantastic. looks really, really good, and we're going to attach it to the fence. But then my brother and my dad had an argument about whereabouts on my property they were going to put it. I was just <laughs> going, I don't know. I just, I just want to cook meat. I, I don't care. Uh, you put whatever you want. And what so, voice is that? I don't know. Because they were like talking all this technical stuff, and yeah. I had a beer in my hand just going, hmm, yeah, hmm, I don't mind. Uh, so what they're going to end up doing is they're going to attach it to the fence lay an extra slab of concrete over the top of it mm-hmm. so it's kind of out of the way a little bit in the front yard and then they're going to attach it. So it's become this whole big project mm. and that's really cool. Like I'm going to get like a really nice, excellent, cool barbecue okay. after it's finished. Right, yeah. Construction, you know, construction will probably occur sometime in the 22nd century <laughs> but I'm hopeful for earlier. Um, no, I mean, we live a very far away. We live on directly on the other side of town from my brother. Is so he a Tuggerong boy, then? He is a Tuggerong boy. Ah, very good. He okay. lives in Isabel Plains. Ah. So, uh, and you know, I, it's something that I don't have the tools to do myself, unfortunately. I, I no longer have a full workshop full of stuff I can use. Mm. My, my garage is full of retro gaming gear. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, what are you really... What are you more likely to spend time with, you know, at the end of the day? It's probably going to be the games. It, uh... Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I do... I do have a pretty good tool set, uh, but I don't have the bench space to do it on. And I don't have any heavy tools, like the stuff that you would need to yeah. to, to, to heavy sink in bolts and stuff like that. So pressure, mm. pressure bolts, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but, you know, and I do more delicate, more dainty stuff like electronics work. Yeah. You know, I can... You can solder. You can solder stuff oh. till the cows come home. They write that one down. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm really looking forward to when this gets up, but it's not a big priority because it's winter here and 
and barbecues are very much an outside thing. Yeah, look, barbecues are really good in winter because, like, hot food is lovely, but braving the elements to do it is the problem. And, and let me just tell you this. Yeah. Canberra is cold. Yes. Canberra gets... I mean, it doesn't snow because it's so dry here, but, you know, it, it gets down. It gets pretty down, down, deeper and down. We have, like, we have a real four seasons here. So summer is blisteringly hot. And uh, winter is, is quite cold. You know, like overnight, you're getting sub-zero temperatures. And that's Celsius, not, not Fahrenheit. Um, so, you know, if, if, you, if you use Fahrenheit, then, I don't know, convert these numbers. But basically, the, the lowest it gets overnight in Canberra. It, is everything like, frosts over and freezes. It gets so, to like yeah. minus five sometimes in, in Canberra. And because the skies are so, blue, are so clear and there's no cloud cover, it just all the heat that you might build up during the day just evaporate. It just leaves the atmosphere yeah. and it's just cold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's much nicer inside. Save the barbecues for summer. Hopefully everything will be set up by that stage. I'll help yeah. in any way that I can, but, you know, I'm pretty superfluous to the operation because I can't do anything right. Man, we should have some barbecues. You <laughs> we know. should. I should say, Australian barbecue is very different to American barbecue. So if you're hearing the word barbecue and you're from the States, let me make it clear, Australian barbecue is very different. I understand that American barbecue is this, like, time-honoured and very, like, um, intense and... Um, it's almost like an art form, you know, where you, you put these meats into this thing and you sort of slow roast it and it's got and it's smoked and it's and it's kind of you know. No, 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 mate. Bugger that. Just put so put a couple of hunks of meat on the barbie, eh? And we don't call <laughs> yeah. them shrimp here. They're called prawns. Yeah, exactly. This throw a throw a shrimp on the barbie thing is, is a weird and it was an Americanism that was designed by yeah. an Australian to sell Australia to America during the eighties. Yeah, we don't um, use the word shrimp out here, but um no. look Basically, what prawns, a, Australian barbecue is really different because it's basically just like you buy the cheapest sausages you can find and you put them on an open grill. You burn you, the hell out of them yes. while wearing an apron with a fake pair of tits on it. <laughs> that's, that's like the ideal. That's like the... <laughs> That's like five star barbecuing. Well, that's us, so. that's pretty good. It's a very different thing. But so we, we should we yeah. should have like a game life balance Australia barbecue. We should do that. We should do that in summer. Definitely. That, I mean, I, I barbecue too. Actually, mm. it's getting dusty, literally, because I don't use it very often. But we so, should we should have barbecues for. We once. should we should we will we will. Now that we both own warehouse, we're homeowners, and I'm going to have like a, a pretty sweet barbecue rig set up for me soon. Yeah. That'll that'll be a thing in summer. Let's do it. Uh, other than that, the games I've been playing. I'll go through this quickly because we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. I've been playing Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Yeah, the dancing game. That was released for Vita. It's like a rhythm game, right? Yeah, it is a rhythm game. It is very similar. It is canon of the Persona 4 story. Same characters, except uh, the main character who is Yu. He's actually named Yu. Why Yu? Yukun. Um talks this time he didn't talk in the original one. Oh, okay no more silent protagonist no he's he's a talker you don't uh you know you you do see he's in a dialogue and everything still mm. uh but he talks directly to the characters it is a continuation of the plot but whereas instead of like doing jrpg your your battles will involve you dancing because it's like it's called the midnight stage rather than the midnight channel okay if you're familiar with the persona 4 so it's okay it's it's a lot of fun, uh, but it is one of those things where there is a whole lot of plot and sometimes not a lot of actual gameplay. But the best thing about this is that it uses the Persona 4 soundtrack, which I love. Awesome, okay. For a lot of the rhythm games that you play. So uh, your affection and all that, all those sorts of like really memorable tunes. Does that have that one heard... with the Japanese rapping in it? Does it have uh, the rapping? They all do. <laughs> oh, that one. They're all, they've all got rapping in it, Robert. 
Sorry, I must have forgotten. Uh, I, I would hum a few bars, but it's probably actually insulting to everyone, <laughs> everyone's ears. Awesome. But uh, I'm having a good time with that. But it is like, whereas Persona 4 was like a 100-hour game, mm. uh, this is at least a 10 to 15-hour game. Okay. And I'm about two hours into it. Okay. So I'm still I'm still in the beginning couple of kind of two chapters. But it's scratching that Persona 4 itch. It, I do like the characters. When the characters were there and talking amongst each other and acting like they do, there was a smile on my face. That's cool. And I don't I don't usually get invested in characters in video games that often. But yeah, how's how's Chie doing? Oh, Chie's best girl. She alright? I don't I don't How's Yosuke? Say... Is he is he still Yosuke's still Yosuke and he's yeah. still hang... and Teddy is still hanging out with him. Uh, so Teddy. it's pretty funny. Why can't you leave Juness? Just leave us. He goes, but I love you. It's so fun here. I'm a, being a very bad bear. It's like, shut <laughs> up. I'll kill you. Ah, uh, Teddy. Ah, uh, Persona 4. Yeah, it's great. So thing. the other thing I did today, other than playing Persona 4, dancing all night, mm-hmm. uh, was playing a game that you and I like for the NES called Power Blade. Oh, Power Blade. Yeah. So Power Blade is a Taito release from 1991 mm-hmm. in, uh, in the States and in Japan. Probably a bit later in Australia. It is a fun, fun platformer game. Pretty advanced, I think it's fair to say. Like, it looks pretty good. It's, it plays a little slowly, mm. but um, it, it's just a, a fun sort of game that you can just pick up and choose any level you want. So I put this into my Retro Freak. It downloaded the ROM. Mm-hmm. While I was playing that on my big screen TV on a ROM, mm-hmm. on my Retro Freak... I was playing the um, Killer Instinct soundtrack, Killer Cuts, because I bought that the other day with a, uh, like a, a, a nice copy of Killer Instinct and the soundtrack for thirty bucks. Gosh, you are the most retro guy. I just—it's such a good like. <laughs> I do like Killer Cuts, like just it really—it's it's really jamming, you know. <laughs> Gets your toe tapping. It really, really does. It's got that that mid to late nineties kind of techno ass beat, <laughs> and it's so stupid. Uh, but I love those tunes so much. I'm glad you said it's so. St- I'm glad you're aware that it is kind of stupid. It is stupid. It's yeah. it's deeply stupid. But I, that, back when I was a kid, mm. uh, and I wasn't even allowed to use the CD player. That's yeah. how lame my parents were. Like <laughs> I I literally used to put on headphones. And like hang out when my parents were away and listen to it and then like quickly turn the CD player off and put the headphones back before they came home. Oh gosh. I wasn't given like my own CD player until 1999. Oh dear. My childhood was pretty awful. You're deprived child. <laughs> Look, I shouldn't laugh at you because I, I used to think that the Mortal Kombat soundtrack was really great. I'm it, kinda, the... it kinda is. It kind of is. It sort of still is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of, yeah. Like, Maybe I'm, not for the right reasons. No, but, yeah. but it's listenable. That's the thing. Like even if it's even if it's kind of stupid, but it's funny, and and you can you know you still get some kind of joy out of it. Then I say go for it. You yeah, know? sure. Why not? And with that, I think you owe me a quiz. I do owe you a quiz. Okay, AC. Now, as you would know, being a fan of video games and all things video games and yep. video game news yep. and culture yep. and etc. Yep. I love etc. That's your favourite, actually. Yep. Out of those things, etc. is the number one. So you would be aware, you would be like acutely aware that E3 is right around the corner. E3, which to me... I think is like the video game equivalent of Eurovision. Okay, so there's there's there's, there's like there's E1, it's not not great. E2, that's that's pretty cool. E4, too many E's for me. E3, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. What what's E3? E3 is like I said, it's like it's like Eurovision for gamers. It's basically an opportunity. Except, 
If it's, that was true, I would get to compete and I would wear the most <laughs> flamboyant outfit you'd ever see. You'd wear a lovely dress and you'd be and you'd be a. I would be Belle of the Ball. <laughs> you would be Belle of the Ball. Basically, it's it's like a time of year when all the video game, the big AAA video game developers and console makers and so forth. It's they, a press only event. They put on they yeah. put on press conferences and show press video games it's that are coming up. It's fair to say and... that it's starting to wane recently. Like yeah. People just aren't spending the amount of money because they have direct feed to their consumer base now. They don't need yeah. reporters to do it. But, you know, E3 is still a thing. It's still a thing, and I am, I am happy about it. I don't know about you, but I will be sad when E3 inevitably dies because would, would you go to an e3 I, like if you had an invite would you go it's not not with the baby and everything you know i wouldn't want to leave meg alone with the child to be honest with you but what, I, what <laughs> that's that sounds more disparaging on your wife than anything no, else no, no, i don't no. want to leave her alone with the baby i don't want to leave her alone with the baby because the baby <laughs> will drive her insane and i want to be there to help take her take the pressure off her but um i like e3 because i really enjoy and i think everyone can agree i really enjoy watching the press conferences and mocking them ruthlessly, and having a laugh at the stupid hijinks and showboating and, you know, over-the-top drama of the press conferences. Because, it's to me, that is what E3 is all about. It's all about Mr. Caffeine. It's all about, you know... Reggie coming out and swearing. Yeah, and, like, just weird... Unusual things happening on stage that are funny and and unintentionally. They, they so, take themselves know? so seriously, yeah. and you know, gamers are so cynical that half of them say this is the best thing ever. The other half go, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah, and the middle half just kind of go, nobody's falling for this. Yeah, but I, we'll buy that game anyway because we're <laughs> idiots. I don't know. Basically, for me, E3 is like half the time I'm excited because they've announced a cool game, and the other half I'm laughing because they've something just terrible has happened on stage and. I really love it. So I'm All pumped. Right. I'm pumped for E3. Okay. And so what I've done, because yep. this, is, this is the last episode before E3 for us. Okay, so it's a pre-E3 quiz. This is quiz. the pre-E3 quiz. So what I'm going to do is going to give you this quiz that I've crafted carefully. All right. And I'm calling this quiz the E3 2015 Press Conference Hall of Shame. Okay, so it's all in regards to last year's quiz. It's last, uh, last year's E3. Cast your mind back to E3 2015. I was drunk. And, well, that's perfect. Uh, so this is all what I would call shameful or bad moments from twenty E three twenty fifteen. All right, and what I want you to do, I'm going to tell you the moment. Yep. And you have to tell me which press conference the event happened in. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? Yep. So, like the, in other words, like the that was an Activision press conference. Yeah, was that Microsoft? That was Activision. Microsoft. E, was it EA? Whatever. You know. All right, I'll give it a go. I don't okay. think I'm going to do very well in this. But uh, I'll, I'll give it a go. If any, if if nothing else, it will just make you have a laugh at the stupid hijinks and. and so sh- all of these happened. Know. There were no false. Yeah. There were no false happenings. Okay. No, this is all, it's all real. It's not a true or false. This yep. is just tell me which press conference. Okay. Happened. All right. So ten questions. Question number one: A sports car is lowered from the ceiling amidst smoke and thundering music. EA. No, it was Microsoft. Actually. Really? Yeah, Microsoft did that. Yeah. Oh no. Yep, that was Microsoft. For some I do remember game, that, but like, I yeah. mean, at least it wasn't Drive Club. I suppose, no, it wasn't Drive Club. But that's Sony, a Sony thing. Yeah. yeah, it was some. I don't know. I don't pay much attention to racing games, but I do remember laughing my head off when they were lowered a freaking sports car from the ceiling. Okay, so you know, because EA usually do a lot of sports games and stuff. So I just, I, I, just, I, I count racing as a sports game. I love how over the top E three is. It's great. Uh, okay, so question number two. Yep. A bemused audience. Has oh, okay a bemused audience yep. has an intense religious experience as they meet their new god, the hoop god, the god of hoops. 
<laughs> who? Which press conference did we meet? Hoop God. Uh, EA. Yes, Hoop God was someone they dragged out on stage for uh, the NBA Live. Please uh, tell me he had a halo, but was just a hoop at the back of his head with was, a net on it or something. It was just a black guy who <laughs> called himself Hoop God. Yeah, so he's just a dude, you know. Okay. So, yeah. It turns um, out that God isn't real. It's just a dude. Just this dude called Hoop God. You know. Um, reference there. And I think God was spelled G A W D because, of course, it God. Was. Hoop God. All right. Uh, question number three. Uh, E3 darling Aisha Tyler sits down with an apparently random cosplayer and tries to make a meme in inverted commas. In which press conference did Aisha Tyler sit down with a cosplayer? And try, and I will say, very painfully and cringeworthily, make a meme. Oh, Microsoft? No, it was Ubisoft. Oh, Ubisoft. okay. That was okay. probably, to me, the worst moment of E3 2015. She literally I remember this. I she don't sat remember down any next... companies. I just remember yeah. being drunk and watching this going, you're all idiots. <laughs> she sat down next to a guy who was cosplaying as an Assassin's Creed character and said, words to the effect, let's make a meme. And... Everyone on the internet collectively died inside. <laughs> Just died. Our souls left our bodies and floated up to heaven. I wasn't using mine anyway. Yeah, so that okay. was a real low moment. All right, question number four. I'm so excited about E3. Okay. I can't I, wait to see what happens this I, year. I have this bemused look on my face. Uh, All right. Question number four. Yep. Pele's career hit a new low. <laughs> when he was paddled out on stage to reminisce about the glory days of his career... In front of an audience of Americans who care not for soccer and either didn't know who he was or didn't care. Alright, so are, are any companies being repeated in here? Yes. Some are. EA. Yes. Yes, there was an EA. Okay. Of course it was for FIFA. Yeah, I remember I remember the FIFA thing and I was pretty sure that EA has the FIFA license at the moment. Mm. And they've actually been doing okay with that license because they did terrible things with it before and now they're kind of... FIFA is huge. It's one yeah, of the... Yeah, they, they did a lot yeah. of better stuff with it recently. Yeah. They took it more seriously. I it's think. like Madden for the rest of the world, basically, is FIFA. Yeah. I hate soccer. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like, really. It's... That's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm not going to say why the reasons. If you like soccer, that's fine. It's just mm. really not my kind of sport. Mm. You know, I'm I'm a doofhead rugby player. Yeah, I like I like sports people hit each other a lot. Yeah, like we're except, Australian, except it's MMA, which I find grotesque. But uh, question number five: the crowd is whipped into a frenzy, and not in a good way, by the constant reminder of how long they'll have to wait to see Star Wars Battlefront gameplay. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Isn't that EA? Yes. Yes, again, EA is like a multiple offender, basically. Yeah, no, we should maybe maybe bar them from, <laughs> yeah. from E3. No, didn't they Didn't they pull out of E3? They've got like an outdoor thing this year or something. Is that right? I think maybe oh, they did. man, because they're the worst. Yeah, oh. but no, they'll, they'll have like something right next door with audience participation. It'll probably be even worse. That's a shame because what I like about E3 is all the bad moments, not the good stuff. So that's a shame if E3... If EA oh, don't there. quote me on that. I yeah. know a big company pulled out and I thought it was... We, yeah, are, not, we are not a video game news uh, service. No, we're not. We're far from it. In fact, we're a video game misinformation service. <laughs> but, uh, all this right. just in, Commander Keen is best game ever. <laughs> all right, okay. All right, question number six. Gameplay of an extremely highly anticipated game yep. gets off to a hilariously faltering start when the controller stops working, requiring the game to be rebooted from scratch. Sony? Yes. And the game? Uh, for bonus points, bonus points, the game was No Man's Sky? No, it's no. Uncharted 4. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's right, with the, the Jeep thing, the yep. Jeep bit, yep. right? Okay. 
Yep, they had the, they had the cut scene, and then the, the, <laughs> then Nathan Drake just refused to move. Like, Come like, on, Nathan, you can do it, buddy. <laughs> you can do it. We believe in there. you. I think he's a quadriplegic. Just standing there with idle animation, and then they were like, "Oh, the controllers ran out of batteries or something." Um, you think that would be something they would get right? Yeah, but apparently not. So yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. Question number seven. Yep. A zombie takes the stage to the tune of '80s chart topper "Danger Zone." <laughs> Uh, now think carefully uh, a zombie game mm-hmm. a game with zombies in it jeez uh, I'm drawing a blank here that sounds like the stupidest thing ever Ubisoft it was EA again <laughs> oh, God. sweeping the boards EA is the worst what was EA what were they that doing that was Plants vs Zombies oh okay yeah. yeah no wouldn't have got that one yeah yes uh, Danger Zone of course the best song of all time uh, question number eight the Japanese to English translator falls asleep mid-conference with comically audible snoring. <laughs> Nintendo. Please tell me that's Nintendo. They would it's not Nintendo. They would never do that. No, they'd be better than they that. They would be better than that. I Maybe know it's not Nintendo, but I just was kind I'm... of hoping that someone was listening to Reggie and then just passed out from sheer exhaustion. Maybe another high profile Japanese yeah. developer. Not Sony. I'm helping you out here. Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking Sony. No, wait. Not Nintendo, Sony. No, wait. No, I'm going to give you five seconds. Okay, uh, Sega. No. It was Square. <laughs> Sega doesn't have press conferences anymore. <laughs> I know, but I, I really wish they did. Well, Square they are E3 kings, trust it was me. Square Enix. Okay. Square Enix. So. Alright. There, you didn't get that one right. No. Okay, question number nine. Pop star Jason Derulo takes the stage with a handful of backup dancers and sings his hit Want to Want Me off key. In a vain attempt to be entertaining. Microsoft? Ubisoft. Ubisoft? No. Ubisoft, yeah. Oh, no. You got the soft right. I would give you half points, but I'm not feeling generous. So. No. No. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't get that. So, yeah. I, I think I watched the major ones. I don't think I even catched Ubisoft's ones. Yeah. Just... It was pretty missable. But that that make a meme moment was bloody beautiful. In, like, the worst way. You know? It was like watching a really... Watching, it was like watching a train crash. It was like in watching, slow motion, yeah. and you know what's coming, and you know how many people are going to suffer from this. The moment she anyway. sat down with this guy, I was like, oh god, this is going to be bad. And then when she said, make a meme. I, I like how you cannot forget this. Like, this is something that which you cannot... I don't think she knows what a meme is. You know, I think that's the point. I think someone told her like a bunch of buzzwords before she went on stage. Like, meme. Quick, quick get jiggy with cat. something. <laughs> jiggy with it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, I'm getting them style. Because they are. <laughs> anyway. Okay, last question. Right, question number 10. Yeah. Now, we usually mock what happens on stage, but occasionally the audience behaves in an even more laughable manner. At this press conference, an announcement for a reboot of a much beloved franchise brings part of the audience literally to tears. And by parts of the audience, I mean the most desperately sad and pathetic nerds on the planet. Square Enix. Uh, no, it was. What? <laughs> you cannot tell me that they are the most desperately pathetic and sad people when the remake oh, I... of Final Fantasy VII. No, was you're announced. right. Yes, it was Final Fantasy VII. Yes, that's that's correct. Yes, points to you. <laughs> points to you. So yes. Oh dear. That was that was a definitely a low moment. Um, that not, was. It was a great moment for for the people on stage, but a desperately sad God, I moment. I couldn't. For... I saw that. I think that made the news. People it was like, would you, I mean, literally can't. in tears. They did it. They finally did it. Oh my god. 
You know, I would like to get out the front and just go, you finally did it. You blew it up. You maniacs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, uh, representing Game Life Balance Australia. There you go. So that's the E3 2015 Hall of Shame. Who's to say what will be in next year's Hall of Shame? We'll wait and find out in a couple of weeks. We so, will. Yeah, less than two weeks, actually. Yeah. All right, Rob. I think we have come to the long end of a show. Yeah, it's finally the end. So thanks for bearing with all that. Read the copy, Rob. Oh, okay. All right. Push the button, Frank. Okay. I always say that. Read the copy, Rob. <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed, and we really do hope, that you've enjoyed listening to Game Life Balance Australia, which is the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. You can visit us on the Weebs at GameLifeBalanceAustralia.com, where you'll find links to our podcast feeds, video content, blog posts, and links to our sister show in the US. And they're going bi-weekly. That's right. Pretty soon. Yeah, so yeah, their last podcast was really good. Like, yes. It's funny how um, Uncle Stabo is now like, running marathons, and, yeah. and Cody has just become this pathetic... Massive glob sitting at home, messing with his with his uh, podcasting equipment. Yeah, I'm just trying to get a rise out of him. <laughs> See what happens. Just I'm putting sure, that out there. I'm sure nothing bad will happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do listen to the show. They're they're basically doing um, bi-weekly, and they're trying to I guess sync up with us. So uh, during our off weeks, they'll publish an episode. And so there will be a, there will still be a weekly game life balance, but it'll go Australia, US, Australia, US. Yeah, which I think works out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's the best way to do it. Did you, did you like me, though, wonder where their episode was this week? Because for a moment there, I was like, where's their episode? Why? No, I went out? to YouTube and I went, oh, it's the, t- it's yes. the weekly thing. <laughs> um, I was looking forward to it. Then I was like, oh, that's right. They, and this is, this is really bad because we collaborate with them and, and I forgot completely that that was what they were doing. But there you go. I knew it was coming up, but I didn't know if it was this week or the next week. Yeah. But yeah. you know, summer has started for them, so fair enough. So yeah, um, next week, um, after you listen to this um, malarkey, then you can listen to their episode. And then us, and then them, and then so forth. Till you die. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Reboarded. AC is at ProdTally. And our official Twitter feed is at GLB Australia. So do check us out on Twitter if you want to hear... Hilarious tweets like the one I did earlier today. Uh, if you enjoy our show, please rate us and give us a positive review on iTunes and also on Overcast and whatever else we're on. Um, yes, do that, please, because we have no reviews on iTunes and it makes me a sad boy. Yeah, like, I mean... For I God's mean, sake, just review us. Yeah, Thanks. I would go on and review it myself, except I can't stand iTunes. <laughs> so it's like, well, I don't want to do this. Can someone uh, else do it for me? Hey, we'll pay you money. I mean, it, w- it won't be legal tender, but it'll be money. I think most of our listeners actually listen to our, our podcast like, on their computers, apparently. That's pretty cool. Or like, or like they go to the website and actually play it over the media player rather than use like a podcast I will. St- app, I so. know people who, who listen to that. I will start calling you out by name unless you give us a good review on iTunes. God damn Or a mediocre review on iTunes. <laughs> and you know who we're talking you, about. You know who you are. So go and do that, damn it. All right, thank you very much for listening to Game Life Balance Australia. It's been a very much... It's a very strange episode. Very strange. I, I enjoyed this episode. Yes. I am starting to lose my voice, and we still have a lot of content to make today. Yeah, so uh, we better wrap this up, because we've got crap to do. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for another one of these things. Yeah. Puyo Puyo Pants. Man, I think I just tetris my pants. <laughs> oh, God. You know, one of those big long ones? Just, that sounds painful. <laughs>